Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. To a Friday, Friday, December second, December second episode edition of the Elephants in the Room. What did you all get on the first and second day of your Advent calendar? Chocolate. Yeah, Max just got his chocolate ones. But when we were growing up, we'd have like, I had one that had stamps every day, which was kind of cool. A different stamp every day? Different stamp. Different stamp every day. Yeah. All right. We were just in Trader Joe's and we mm-hmm. wanted to get one for Penny, but um, apparently they only had one for cats. Only so. for cats. Trader Joe's is anti-dog. Anti-dog. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's all sorts of... There's all sorts of advent calendars out there. Trader Joe's had one different kinds of chocolates. Total Wine had different booze, you know. Obviously. Um, I like the just the traditional chocolate ones. Yeah. It's all it needs to so, be. So, anyway, it's December. We haven't added any more decorations, but we will. We were thinking... I getting, found the inflatables. Yes, Max found the inflatables, so hopefully we can get those up mm-hmm. soon. This weekend. This weekend. You already told me what we're doing on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cracking the whip here. Early, 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 early to lot rise, late to bed on Sunday will be the... Uh... <laughs> Max asked me what I wanted to do for my birthday. And so I decided we would do all the things around the house. Shockingly, we... <laughs> shockingly her choice was manual labor. Yes. <laughs> why not what do you want to do let's do all of these house projects oh cool great fantastic (laughs) that's wonderful yeah no it's gonna look so good after Mm -hmm. it's gonna be worth it i know it's gonna look great it's gonna look great and you're my cougar so you know what can i oh my god he's only 11 days younger than me i would just i would just like everyone to know that makes you a cougar. <laughs> that makes you a cougar. You, I, I'm defining, I'm using the word correctly. I'm using the term correctly. All right. So. What? <laughs> All right. Moving on from your idiocy. Moving on from that. Uh, where are we starting today? Yeah. Where, um, where are we starting today? Well, let's start. I think let's start with the latest, the latest breaking news, which is the, that Elon Musk in conjunction with journalist Matt Taibbi, Taibbi, who used to be at Rolling Stone, he's a left-winger, he's a liberal journalist. And he wanted to do this? And it's exposing, um, well, he also likes to, he's also one of those, he's also kind of an unpredictable lefty that he'll go after big left-wing corporations, mostly just because they're big corporations. (laughs) And so... Hence, they must be evil. Um, 
And so he teamed up with Elon Musk to release a bunch of information about what happened during the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. And uh, it turns out that uh, basically all of our suspicions were confirmed that um, that they just decided to to suppress the story, even though they knew that there was within great likelihood that it wasn't hacked, that this was legitimate. And um, and that was and that was the decision they made. They they made the decision to. uh, to uh, hide behind um, to hide behind this hacked materials policy, that was clearly uh, clear, clearly not not just at the time completely wrong, and we all knew it at the time. But uh, but even now, um, I don't think anyone contends that the Hunter Biden laptop is, was quote unquote hacked. Um, Didn't not- they also state that they suppressed it because? lawmakers and the biden camp told them to well yeah i mean the biden camp was like you gotta you gotta cut down on this you gotta this is you know misinformation russia 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 and uh so yeah i mean that was that was the big part of it and part of other this reporting is just you know the great lengths that the biden administration went to suppress so much information and reach out to twitter all the time to get stuff taken down and um the trump camp did it too but there were just so many more avenues because it said not it was like 96 to 99 percent of all political do, political donations from Twitter went to Democrats. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, um, you know, internally, the deck was already stacked against Trump. I mean, they had no problem cutting off Kaylee McEnany's uh, Twitter account. At the at, at in October 2020, because she referenced the story, you know they would never do they would never they would never shut down the account of a of, of someone that prominent on on Team Biden. No, um, and so that's you know that's that's another thing that's that's just highlighted here is just how intertwined Twitter was with the Biden camp, and about how they really were another arm of the Biden campaign during this time and so i know this is i know this isn't shocking to anyone but it is you know it's it's nice to have the confirmation you know in a sense but is it like does it like does it matter like is anyone going to be taken to court are any people going well, to change their make vote? Do, yeah i mean that's the thing there's nothing to do about it other than just you know i mean what are democrats going to do they're like yeah we pulled one over on you haha you know, and I think, and I think that that's one of the things that always has just bothers me is that how few people use Twitter. It bothers you that so few people are using Twitter. Well, or? it bothers me that so few people use Twitter, and that it is held up as this like beacon of free speech. Like, if free speech dies in America unless Twitter exists. Well. And also, Twitter was about to die until Trump revived it. Well, I mean, if that's the truth. If Trump doesn't run for president, Twitter dies. Yeah. Trump doesn't run for president, Twitter dies. Um, and so what bothers me is that, you know, just I, I just think Twitter is just, you know, the worst of the worst in terms of the social media. And, um, and it's just... Um, you know, I I, I kind of like Elon Musk, but gosh, it's just one of these things that I just would just wish would just crash and burn and and not exist anymore, because it really it's really not important. Um, or maybe we could take it over and have 
at least one of these platforms be on our side? What about that? Um, yeah, right. That would, uh, but then, but, but then the media just, the problem is, is it'll just find some other thing to promote as a norm. Well, it becomes Fox News. Are you saying Fox News is not effective? No, that's true. That's true. Maybe Twitter just becomes Fox News. That's not the worst thing in the world. One's better than none. Yep. One is, one is, one is better (laughs) than none. One is better than none. That was some clutch analysis right there. I like that. I like that. Harvard level right there. I guess, yeah, I guess it's just hard for me to look at this other than like, this is just another example of why everyone just needs to get rid of social media. It's just another reason to get rid of social media as far as I'm concerned. Um, so that's been the latest and and breaking news. Um, the first the first article that I put today in the show doc was uh, here's the headline, and I I I, I kind of want to use this just in conjunction with what's going on with the the Balenciaga mm. saga. So, for those of you who don't know what's going on with Balenciaga. And why would you? Who cares? <laughs> but it's been this kind of like minor, well, major scandal. It's the latest fashion scandal since the Yeezy scandal, <laughs> which for those who don't know, Yeezy is Kanye West's brand. And a what did lo- he do wrong? <laughs> and a lot of sites stopped selling his stuff because of his anti-Semitic remarks. So now the latest kerfuffle in the fashion world is this Balenciaga ad campaign. Do you want me to explain it or do you, you want, want to? You can it? explain it. You can explain it. Keep going. Keep going. So they have children in their ads and they're all holding. Children, 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 like 10, 10 and under. Yeah. And they're all holding or have in the shot these like weird stuffed animals that are decked out in like a. Uh, Bondage gear. Yeah, bondage gear. S&M gear. gear. S&M, that's the word I was looking for. S&M bondage gear was like um, perverted, I think is what it was. This is someone who um, sexualizes children, came up with this idea. And um, And so there's been a big backlash against celebrities that won't drop the brand. Right. Right. It's become a thing like you should drop them because they're pedophiles. And the celebrity's like, well, we really like like their shoes and dresses. So we're not. So we're not doing that because we like their clothing. And um, and so I, I this has been like a constant, constant theme in the uh, in the news this week. And then I came across another story here today that just. It's just another piece of evidence that this is the new battlefront that the left wants to take on. You know, this pedophilia thing, this attraction to children, this sexualizing of children thing. Planned Parenthood executive director claims children are born sexual and advocates porn literacy lessons for older students in sex education from kindergarten. What? No. That makes zero sense. We are all sexual beings from birth to death. What? No. What? No. No, 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 no. 
This is so they're advocating for classrooms to just play porn. Show is pornography. that what you're saying? Show pornography. Explain explain what you're seeing in pornography. You know, because kids are going to be exposed to it, so they may as well see it. Right? Absolutely not. Show it to them at school. You know, I remember. I remember when when now back in the day there was nothing better than walking into the classroom or coming back from lunch and seeing the rolled in television strapped down on the top okay because that meant you got to watch you were going to get to watch a movie for the next class right you were going to get to watch something right you remember how great reading rainbow was yes huh yeah you want to know what i don't remember debbie does dallas i i forgot that i didn't get that lesson wait debbie does Dallas. i don't know how that works that's that's a that's a really well-known porn Porn oh, flick. Apparently not that well known. Debbie says Dallas. I, I might be educating the listeners yes, here as well. I deep throat. Deep throat. That, that might be even more Whoa. more well known. That's the name of a movie. It was a a, a wide. You know, okay, you used so to be anyway. able to. You used to be able to walk into down to Times Square and catch one of these shows. Okay. So. Think about that. Instead of the M M&M, and M. Instead of the M M&M and M store, you could go to the S and M store. Okay. Moving on. I mean, we can talk more about the story, but I'm, I'm done with the titles of the things. I like to keep making these <laughs> jokes because they're making you increasingly uncomfortable. You're turning away from me, blushing. <laughs> Anyways, um, um, so yeah, so but this is what Planned Parenthood stands for. Like, this guy's not going to be relieved of his job. He's not going to get kicked out of Planned Parenthood for this. They're going to be like, you want to know what? This is this is what we believe. This is what the modern left believes. They don't bat an eye at this. They don't bat an eye at this drag queen story hour stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't bat an eye at, go ahead, transition your kid when they're four. Yep. It's absolutely crazy what's going on out there. Who needs to know about sex when they're five years old? Literally none of them. What do you remember about kindergarten? Um, I remember there was always a test for your phone number and your address. That's good. That's good. That's good. In the worst case of scenarios, can you get home? <laughs> um, um, I remember learning the pledge. I remember there was carpet. Carpet. Yeah. A lot of sitting... Sitting, sitting in, in circles, and Indian stuff. style. Yeah, Indian style, which I'm sure you can't say anymore. Native, uh, indigenous style. What do they say now? Do they just say cross your legs. Yeah, sit down or sit down in whatever is comfortable for you. That's true. They can't dictate how to sit anymore. Probably. Yeah, maybe it's lie down. Maybe it's crouch. Maybe it's uh, maybe stand. Hey, hey, maybe you don't want to sit. Maybe you want to stand. Who knows? Who knows what it is these days. Yeah. I can't imagine. But I remember the pledge. I remember learning, like, you know, math, reading, art, right? How math to, in kindergarten? Yeah, like one, two, counting. Counting, that's not math. That's just counting. Yeah, but but it, <laughs> but then one plus one equals two. One plus two equals three. You didn't learn that in kindergarten? Is that a song? It's a little bit. It's not a song. I, I don't know what I learned in kindergarten. I told you what I remember. <laughs> Well, there you go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it wasn't sex ed. I didn't get any sex ed in kindergarten, as far as I remember. 
a lot of play time. We had a different playground. Kindergartens had a different playground than the rest of the grades. Oh, we didn't, but I think we had a different time at which we played. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. I think because we needed to go out more often. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just just keep running them out there. Um, all right. Coming directly from the left coast of California. Now what did they do? Well, Gavin Newsom had a reparations committee. Oh, God. Okay. Um, they wanted to, uh, to come up to come up with uh, to come up with ideas, you know, to address the legacy of slavery in this country, and this task force, believe it or not, made up of nine African Americans. That makes sense. They they believe that the federal government should give descendants of slaves two hundred and twenty three thousand dollars each for housing discrimination. At the minimum, they're looking for other ways to compensate the legacy, the 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 uh, offspring of slaves. You know, it's always interesting when you put people who are set set to get the money in charge of how much money they should get. What could go wrong? Isn't that interesting? Hey, can you tell us? Uh, can, can you tell you, us how much money you need? How much money would you like? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Camila Moore, chair of the group, uh, said she has plans to be as radical as possible when it comes to her role. Didn't mince words there. Nope. Nope. The nine-person group believes black Americans should receive the money for enduring the economic effects of racism and slavery. Okay. California is the first state to require agencies to present a separate demographic category for descendants of enslaved people. Oh my god! Which I'm sure isn't fact checked. So basically, I'm sure every black person just checks that box. <laughs> Why? I mean, are you really going to question someone if they check that box? It's um. That's what I'm saying. Probably people who like immigrated here from Jamaica like 20 years ago are like, "Yep, me." It's like, okay, maybe back in Jamaica. The, the list of people on this council is just, like, complete nonsense. Dr. Jovan Scott Lewis is an economic anthropologist and geographer who researches reparations. What the hell do you mean, researches reparations? Does that just mean, does that just mean he looks for ways to ask for money? Camila, Camila Moore studied at the University of Amsterdam where she took a series of courses on international criminal law and wrote a thesis on global repertory justice for the transatlantic slave trade. So she went over to Europe and got a degree in hating America. Oh, that's nice. Civil rights leader, Dr. Amos Brown. I wonder what's his doctorate in? What's Dr. Amos Brown's doctorate in? Uh, he believes America is a racist country. These people are scumbags. These people are just racist scumbags who want to redistribute wealth from people who've achieved to people who sit on their ass and do nothing. If America is so racist, how do all of these people on this panel have doctorates? Yeah, right. What's their net income? Do they have a house? Yeah, I want to take. Yeah, that's right. I want to take a look at all of the. Uh, oh, I want. I want to take a look at 
all of the uh, the uh, the the um, net worth of these of these people. Absolutely nonsense. Absolutely just crazy. Um. So yeah, that, but this you is know that. what's you know what's next. Um, women get a super vote because we weren't allowed to vote for X number of years in this country. So now our vote counts twice. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. That would be great, especially the unmarried women. And you know what? Uh, places that sell alcohol have to give us twice as much for what we pay because we weren't allowed to buy it for a couple of years during Prohibition. <laughs> Where does it end, people? Where does it end? Well, it ends when it starts benefiting white people. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, liberal white people. I'm sorry. When it starts to when it starts to benefit conservative white people, I should say that, or religious white people, right? Liberal white people who live in cities who are who are willing to uh, to uh, genuflect at the uh, the altar of of critical race theory, they will uh, they 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 will be rewarded by uh, by I don't know. I guess feeling great about themselves while we watch our country descend into madness. Let's just keep picking on California. Los Angeles wants to bring back mask mandates. Um, can we go on a little tangent? Sure. So maybe we've already done this before, but that's okay. This is great radio. Um, we like to pick on California the way Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec likes to pick on salads. Yeah. And do you want to explain the salad thing? No, you explain you explain okay, it. Okay, fine. You're go you're you've been doing great. You explain the you explain <laughs> the analogy. So in Parks and Recreation, I won't spoil the whole thing. You should watch it. It's hilarious. But it's a small town in Indiana and one of their things is that they have a very fat population. And so obviously no one eats salads and no one likes salads. So whenever Leslie gets in trouble, she just defaults to making fun of salad because everyone hates salad. Exactly. Yep. And there was one salad restaurant in town called Sue Salads. But we ran that out of town. We ran them out of town. <laughs> ran them out of town. So, uh, you know, California is our Sue Salad on this show. Yeah, it kind of is. And they want to bring back mask mandates. So, awesome. The Democrat Party. This is, this is actual real news. This is real news. And then we'll get to some more fake news. We can talk about the plane. You want to talk about the plane? That's fake? I thought it was real. Also, when you kicked off this episode, when you were like breaking news, I thought you were going to start with the plane. So I, I don't know where you've been. We can talk about other stuff. We can talk about the... Okay, the, so wait, are we still going on the mask mandate? No, I was just mentioning the... I mean, that's it. That's all. They want to bring it back because of a COVID surge. Oh. COVID surge. Yeah, that's stupid. I hope that people in LA push back on that because there have now been a ton of sur- like research showing that masks do nothing. They had their chance to push back and they elected a woman as mayor who wants to abolish the police. All right, well, so there you, you made go. your bed, so go lie in it. There you go. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Good luck with Mayor Karen Bass. Good luck. That's going to turn out great. That's going to turn out great. Let me tell you, why don't you take a look at, look at, take a look at what Lori Lightfoot's doing in Chicago? Okay, Los Angeles, because if you think Skid Row can't get worse, oh, believe me, it can. It can. And it's called turning an entire part of Los Angeles into the south side of Chicago. Have fun with that, though. Have fun with that. Good job, everyone. That's not going to lead to productive people leaving. 
that's not going to lead to flight from Los Angeles increasing any ever anymore. Right. Don't come to Arizona. Okay. We have our own problems. Just don't come to Arizona. Just don't come to Arizona. Go Go into the forest and forest for nuts and berries. Go to New Mexico. Okay. Oh, go to New Mexico. That is exactly Arizona, but it's poor and liberal. So why don't you go over there? (laughs) Am I wrong? (laughs) That is. I'm sure you can find a small pocket to ruin as well. Like you did with LA. I'm sure it's possible. Yeah. Just, just don't just. Just, right, just don't come to Arizona. Please, just don't, 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 don't come to Arizona. Okay, Um, so what was the next thing you wanted to touch on? Oh, the Democratic National Committee has changed their primary rotation. Oh, no. Yes. Is New Hampshire no longer number one? Iowa caucuses have been given the boot. Oh, Iowa's caucuses have been given the boot. Now, for those of you who don't remember, and if you listen to this show, you probably do, (laughs) is that this show kind of got its start during the pandemic and during the primary process in 2012. That means you're an OG listener because we were also called a different name. So, like, we love you. And we went to see as many of the different Democrat candidates as we could and ask questions and engage with them, and it was a blast. We had an absolute blast doing it. And um, if you live in New Hampshire, 2024 is coming up. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, and, and you might get both sides this time, right? You could be, could be open on both sides. Um, but nevertheless, um, yeah, no, Iowa got the boot. The Democrats have decided to reward South Carolina since South Carolina picked Biden. South Carolina is going to go number one for them. Oh, and then <gasps> is New Hampshire, not number New two anymore. New Hampshire is going to go number two. Okay. And then it goes Nevada, Georgia, and Michigan. Interesting. Uh, what about the Republicans? Are we keeping ours? Uh, I haven't seen anything from the Republicans yet, but I everything that I've read is that, as I believe, New Hampshire is going to be primary. So, wait. So then the Democrats are going to have a different schedule than the Republicans. Yeah. That's going to be weird. Like different dates that people are voting on. That's going to be confusing. Because right now it's all the same, right? Like, if both parties have a primary at the same time, you both go, right? Yep. So now it's going to be different. How are they going to keep track, like, if you already voted in one that you don't vote in the other one? This is a recipe for for voter fraud. <laughs> you know, we used to live in simple, insane times. <laughs> now it's just complete madness. It I really is madness. I hope New Hampshire doesn't lose the spot. Anyways, yes. Um, I bet you would be okay if New Hampshire lost its spot if they moved it to Arizona. No, uh, yeah. Because then we could go. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> but I do think I do think it should stay in New Hampshire. I do think the Republican first one it should be caucus, the caucuses and then New Hampshire. I, I I just believe in that. I believe in that tradition. Um. Labor force participation among males ages 25 to 54 has split has slid to 88.4% from 89.3% before the pandemic. Awesome. Great. Men are leaving the workforce, not coming back. Um, 
The plane. Yeah. Yes. Good days for America. The first time in 34 years that America has unveiled a bomber. It's called the B-21, the B-21 Raider. It's made by Northrop Grumman. It is um, going to look somewhat like, so everyone knows what the stealth bomber is, right? That's called the B-2, also made by Northrop Grumman. Um, Northrop Grumman throughout history, just to give a little bit of plane history for everyone, these are what we call flying wing designs. If you look at the stealth bomber, it just looks like a big wing. The plane right? it's a big content triangle. you didn't know you needed. And the B twenty, the B twenty one is going to look similar to it, but instead of three notches in the back, it's just going to be one notch. Um, smaller wingspan. B two is one hundred seventy two feet. B twenty one is going to be one hundred thirty feet. Um, also painted a lighter color because it flies at a different altitude, or is designed to fly at a different altitude. Um, that's part of the visual stealth. This is the the exciting thing about this is that is that not only is it our first new 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 bomber in 34 years, um, but that this is the first sixth generation aircraft in the world. Now, there's not a set definition for what sixth generation is, but suffice to say. First of all, there's nothing else out there in the world that comes close to the B-2 stealth bomber that we currently have 20 of. There's nothing out there that comes close to it. Um, this is the new and improved one. Um, so it's just it's just a very a very exciting day. Got to look at it. Uh, they rolled it out. They rolled it back in. First flights are going to be next year at some point. Um, or first known flights will be <laughs> next year at some point. And um, and it's just um, it was a nice show of force today, and it was a nice reminder that um, America. Um, it's a nice reminder that the military-industrial complex keeps going strong throughout administrations. This is a process that started in the Obama administration. It's going to finish up in the Biden administration, and then the actual delivery of the planes mid mid 2020s will happen in the uh, DeSantis administration. I was going to say it's going to happen in the DeSantis administration. <laughs> Nice. I was ahead of you. Don't worry there. Um, All right. So yeah, that. Um, but but just just when it's just a very 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 cool piece of technology. I encourage you to go go look look up the uh, the limited information about it. Um, look up the history of stealth technology in the United States. Also, when you look at it, if you've seen Harry Potter and Aragog, the really creepy giant spider just think of that mm -hmm. when you look at the plane that's all i'm gonna say tell me if you see a similarity because immediately what i thought of it's the most advanced aircraft ever built food Ooh. you had something you wanted to talk about okay we're gonna go with that one i'm gonna go we're gonna go with that one that one okay you wanted so to go with. um after golf today, I forced Max to go to Trader Joe's. Whoa, 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 whoa. Forced? Wrong term. Wrong term. That's not the term, okay? You said, hey, Giddy after, after we get gas, can we go stop at Trader Joe's? Trader Joe's is not just on the way home. It is three quarters of a, of a mile down the street from our residence. So forced... No, I will not accept that term. That is erroneous, erroneous, erroneous on both counts. Continue. 
Okay, he asked me to say a story, and then we get derailed. Okay. Yes. So. Well, you 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 disparaged so, my asparagus. <laughs> we walk in, and immediately all of the impulse buys are at the front, which is fantastic because that's what I want in my life. So we picked up some gingerbread coffee mug hangers that you're supposed to put on your hot chocolate. Yes, obviously I'm going to buy this, but I need hot chocolate. So I obviously bought the hot chocolate in ornaments that supposedly has mini marshmallows in it. So we are going to have that at some point. So the question we can go with is either what's the most ridiculous impulse buy you've had food Mm. food related Mm. or what's your favorite holiday like food item impulse food purchases gosh i don't know i mean i i mean does this count and count like I think my favorite is actually because we're on the TJ's thing. Mm-hmm. In the fall, they had pumpkin spice covered JoJo's, which is just their version oh of the Oreo. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my gosh. They were so good. It like, thank goodness they were seasonal because I only got one sleeve. And if we had had more sleeves, um, I would be living in Pawnee as a fat person. So that's an inside joke from Parks and Rec. But anyway, that's probably my favorite. Just absolutely nuts um those were those were like the sugar high of all sugar highs uh let's see impulse purchases huh you can pick one of the things we bought tonight did i buy anything tonight (laughs) i didn't really get i didn't really get anything crazy you bought us those uh cinnamon popcorn things at whole foods at one time or it was some sort of remember it was a popcorn that was like sugary is like cinnamon remember come on you remember this yeah i remember them i, I they were deadly i remember i i, I remember cinnamon bun or something yeah they yeah. were like cinnamon bun popcorn or something it was something horrific <laughs> um let's see you know every now and then i'll just sneak a bag of tater tots into the uh, grocery <laughs> gross grocery cart that's uh that's always a good that's always a good time. Um which one of us started the popsicle phase? I think it was me, but Might have been hard you. to say. Um Huh. Let's just go with the tater tots then. Probably the tater tots. Probably tater tots. I notice uh, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am better at the questions on the spot than you are. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just kind of thinking. I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't make that ton of, ton of. I mean, I used to, I used to have like a big fast food habit, but I don't have that anymore. So you'd be like, oh, I would drive down the street and like splurge and like get checkers, like get those checkers fries. Oh man, those <laughs> checkers fries are deadly. That's good stuff. I got raisin canes a couple couple months ago. That was that was a splurge, but you know my splurge is like Subway or Blimpy or something like that. You know, I like a good sandwich. I like a good sub. Yeah, I was thinking more impulse at the grocery store, but it's okay. We got tater tots out of you. Ah, well, I got I got the kilt lifter kilt lifter brats the other week okay. to grill up. That was a good impulse purchase. I was happy with that. I've got instant mashed potatoes in there. That was yeah, an impulse that was purchase. disgusting. He throws that in our cart, and I'm just like, no, no, because you're gonna have them. I am not. You are have going them. to have no. them. No, now see, see, finally, you know what? You poked the bear enough. <laughs> 
You want it? We finally, we finally got to it. The impulse purchases. You gave even, me enough time to rack my brain. It's the mashed potatoes. Like fresh mashed potatoes. So I definitely don't want some sort of powdery, unnatural thing. They are That's natural. It. They're just dehydrated. No, no, no. It's crazy. No, absolutely nuts. All right. Nuts, nuts, nuts. All right, friends. I'm let making us know. instant mashed potatoes. Let us know what your favorite impulse one is and who you'd rather go grocery shopping with. Obviously, it's me. This is the year that you're gonna, you had a bite of a McRib earlier this year, and now you're going to have some instant mashed potatoes. Did I ever have the bite? Of, I don't. You had think a bite I of had, McRib. I did. You had a bite of it. I don't think I did, but sure. Um. All right. We will see you all on Monday. On Monday. The chant is drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>